Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to On the Ball with Rick Buecher. Here's your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. This is On the Ball on the United Wecast Network, and I am Rick Buecher. You can see me on FS1, hear me on Fox Sports Radio, and you can read me by ordering the memoir of Brian Grant and his battle with young onset Parkinson's called Rebound. If you know someone with Parkinson's or you know nothing about Parkinson's, you will want to read Brian's story. Order your copy on Amazon or visit your favorite brick-and-mortar bookstore to grab one. Are you a Kindle reader? Audiobook listener? We've got those versions as well. Support Brian's foundation, which supports those afflicted with Parkinson's, and pick up your copy today. You can also follow me on both Twitter and Instagram, at Rick Buecher. I'm a lot of places. But there's only one place you can hear me talking about story angles and perspectives that you are not likely to find anywhere else, primarily but not exclusively involving the NBA. And that is here. There's an old line about, I'd rather be lucky than good. There's also a line about, timing is everything. The NBA lost out on both counts this week when it unveiled a brand new video clip promoting this, its 75th anniversary season, with all sorts of neat tricks and cameos to make you feel warm and fuzzy about the NBA. And almost simultaneously, the New York Times broke a story about 18 former NBA players and one wife being charged for bilking the league's health and welfare insurance program for players. At least there was no overlap between the current and former players appearing in the 75th anniversary celebration video and the dozen and a half soon-to-be-incarcerated former players. So far, they've nabbed 15 of the 18 at last count. Now, I have a lot to say about NBA Lane, the name of the video, but I'm going to wait until I have a chance to talk to someone from the NBA to walk me through who was picked to appear in it and who wasn't who rejected an invitation to be in it, etc. I have to admit, the first time I watched it, I was thinking about the league picking a new all-time top 75 players and announcing that the all-time 50 list would not be guaranteed to be a part of it. So I watched the vid to see which old-timers appeared in it, figuring there was no way the league would create a video that is going to run all season long presumably before and after the new 75 list is announced, and have in it top 50 players that were jilted by not being selected for the top 75. 
That would be awkward, wouldn't it? In a previous podcast episode, I named Bill Walton as one of the 50 who might be in danger, his resume being as thin as it is impressive. The dude was a league MVP, but he played the fewest games of any player to ever win it. He won two rings, but one of them was as a sixth man for the powerhouse Celtics. Grateful Red played a total of 468 regular season games and 13,250 regular season minutes with just under 1,200 playoff minutes. Now, to put that into perspective, if Derrick Rose's career had ended in Chicago after his star-crossed injury-interrupted seven seasons, he still would have been ahead of Walton having played more than 14,000 minutes already in Chicago. And remember the equally oft-injured Andrew Bynum, who lasted eight seasons to Bill's total of 10? Bynum played nearly 500 more career playoff minutes than Big Bill. But tie-dyed Grateful Dead fans can breathe easy for now. Their Bill was in the video, so I'm going to assume he's safe. Anyway, I'm saving the NBA lane topic for next week, as I am the tease of talking about the Chicago Bulls and what they've built and what they may have in common with a previous team that came up from nothing to make a splash. Uh, Or DeAndre Ayton, who I'm still trying to find out exactly where things stand and how serious the impasse is with him and the Phoenix Suns before I get into why I believe he's being underserved as a potential wrecking ball in this next season. And I'm skipping all of that because even though I find the insurance fraud story depressing on a variety of levels, I'm guessing some of you have questions. And I believe I can provide at least a few answers, if not simply a different way to look at what has transpired. And some of those questions might be, what would lead a group of NBA players to do this? a group that collectively made $343 million in salary alone. For those scoring at home, that's an average of $19 million per perp. Although Tony Allen, the former Memphis Grizzly and Boston Celtic, who is among the 18, along with his wife, made more than twice that over his career. This is what you should probably wrap your head around now. More than 18 players have pulled off this stunt to some degree. Someone who is fairly plugged into the league told me, the practice of billing the league for dental or health services that were never actually performed is not a new con among former players. And the way investigators have framed their evidence in this case suggests that's true. The indictment says the scheme in which the 18 were connected ran from at least 2017 to 2020. These were just 18 who were in it loosely together. Fish swimming together when the net was hoisted in their particular part of the ocean. That there have been more is strictly innuendo at this point, but it wouldn't surprise me. That's not an indictment of NBA players, but simply 
my experience that the same stratum you find of human behavior and integrity or lack thereof in the general public, you will find among professional athletes. There's another old line about how you can sober up a drunken horse thief, but that doesn't mean he won't still be a horse thief. You can provide a person fame and fortune, but it doesn't mean they won't go seeking more fame and fortune, sometimes by illicit or any means necessary. Among the other questions you might have is, why would these guys risk 20 years in jail for the meager money they made off of these alleged bogus insurance claims? The report says they billed for nearly $4 million and received $2.5 million in payments. The individual amounts collected per player ranged from $65,000 to $420,000 over a three-year period. For anyone who is used to making millions of dollars, that doesn't even translate to what they were receiving every two weeks during their playing days. Having been around the league for almost 30 years and having come to understand the mindset that is developed by professional athletes, because keep in mind, Several NFL players were popped recently for pulling the exact same scan. This is why they would risk it. Because for a whole host of reasons, they thought they could get away with it. I'm sure some of them convinced themselves the league owed it to them, that they helped build the league to where franchises were worth billions, or that they risked their health in various ways over the course of their careers and that that then cost them maybe some money along the line as far as a contract or the size of a contract. And so this was really just getting even. Or that the league was so fat in cash, they wouldn't miss it. And if they did catch wind of it, they'd handle it behind the scenes. Now, why would they think that? Because that's generally the first move a team or the league makes to see if a controversy can be cleaned up or curbed behind the scenes before anyone finds out. You don't think the league knew about Donald Sterling and his shenanigans until the damning recording came out? Please. Or that Mark Cuban had no clue that his former team president, Terdimi Usuri, had a reputation for inappropriate sexual conduct with subordinates. According to reports, the Mavericks investigated Usuri for misconduct years before the story broke a couple of years ago that prompted his ouster. There were also enough cozy relationships between local enforcement authorities and teams that even if the team doesn't find out first, they may be tipped off and given a chance to keep the stories under wraps. I know firsthand of police officers or the commanders of police departments who find out something, see something, they make a call to the team, let them know what's up before anything is ever reported. And that doesn't make the NBA unique. It is a reflection of influence and power in any community. Just scratch the surface of some of the stories involving corporate or CEO malfeasance and you'll discover that ripping off the band-aid and coming clean is rarely the first instinct. Look at the current house on fire that is the National Women's Soccer League and the revered award-winning head coach who has been quietly investigated several times by the league 
for sexually harassing his players without anything ever being made public before or apparently any action ever being taken against him. Nor, according to reports, is he the only example of a coach or administrator who was investigated behind the scenes for inappropriate behavior. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Why do, why do teams and leagues do this? Because there's a lot of money at stake. If the NWSL is fearful of a story like that getting out and hurting their bottom dollar when their bottom dollar ain't that great, then again, maybe it's a matter of survival. Generally, all these things are run by fear. Fear of losing revenue, essentially. Professional leagues are in the business of selling a heroic image of players and the collective pursuit of a championship as a noble pursuit steeled by high character and righteous spirit. That's what we want to believe, which is why some fans get mad at the media for reports that take a sledgehammer to that image as if the behavior wouldn't actually have happened if it wasn't reported. That's why we buy jerseys and banners and autographs unless you're in the resale business. We want to believe Spend a few years getting away with stuff if you're inside the sphere. Getting away with stuff that the average person can't. And you begin to think you're special, privileged, that the rules for the rest of society don't ever apply to you in the same way. You can start with something as simple as getting an MRI or other medical exam when you know most people have to wait days or even weeks. It's having your meals comped or getting a reservation when the restaurant is booked months in advance. Again, this isn't reserved for NBA players. You ever watch the show Billions? That's fiction, but it's based on real events. But back to the question of why take, take such a big risk for what amounted to a payout of $50,000 a year or an average of $150,000 over the three-year period for each of the 18. Including someone like Milt Palacio, who is among the charged and is gainfully employed, or was, as an assistant coach with the Portland Trailblazers. That's, here's the reason, $50,000? That's chump change to an NBA player. And that's just it. It's not an amount that they could imagine the league making a fuss over. Again, I'm guessing that because it is a league program, the players were somehow under the belief that the league had institutional control or oversight. Big Brother would keep them from suffering any real consequences if they were ever to be found out. And that is generally where the rub comes. That players suddenly realize that, oh, the league can't save me. The league doesn't have jurisdiction. Or outside forces are not allowing the league to have jurisdiction. This is what some players are still wrestling with when it comes to the vaccine. The idea that this isn't really the league imposing it. The league sees what's out there 
what they have to follow from a federal or local standpoint. And they're just trying to meet that. And the players are confused that they don't have the same latitude that they normally have with the league, especially if they're a star. The other thinking is, would the league really get upset about 50K? Hell, don't they hand out fines that's that size? I imagine some of the players thinking, shoot, I got more than that from an autograph signing or a corporate meet and greet. All we're doing is skimming a little off the top. Nobody's even going to miss it. We are, of course, living in a different world. Digital footprints, spyware, smartphones. I have a partnership in a media training company called Everything is on the Record. Because in this day and age, everything seems to be or is. And that's the message we try to convey. Understand that almost anything and everything you do has the potential of being recorded. That goes for anyone, but doubly so for anyone who has any level of visibility or celebrity. Just ask Urban Meyer. I read a few comments by people who were puzzled that the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach, his behavior would be looked at as so inexcusable. The presumption being that people in professional sports are routinely promiscuous. So again, what's the big deal? And that may be so. But they're not routinely promiscuous, caught on video, at a bar, instead of flying home with their team after a loss. We seem to have lost our way in the last few years by expecting less of our leaders rather than expecting more. But the NFL hasn't. Head coaches are held to a higher standard than the average player because they're supposed to be setting the tone, the example. They're supposed to lead. It's why some think I have a grudge against LeBron James. One, because I'm not afraid to critique him. But there's a reason I hold LeBron to a higher standard because of his influence, his visibility, hell, his accomplishments. I don't know how many times I've referred to something he's done as being beneath him, but it's a healthy number. I wouldn't say that if I thought he was a bum or that his behavior was just consistently out of bounds, or that he was, at least, or that I thought, he was incapable of honoring the pedestal that he's placed himself on through his accomplishments. LeBron is an all-around far better player than Steph Curry. But when it comes to handling their business, how they carry themselves, Steph might just be the greatest of all time. If you can name a time he has misstepped or misspoken or done something egregious, please send it my way. I don't have one. Before I go, I want to drop one more nugget on you. Something that makes Kyrie Irving's refusal to explain his reasons for not getting vaccinated even more frustrating for me now. I was told that Kyrie takes an extremely holistic approach to his body. That, as an example, when he had a sprained ankle last year, he refused even to take anti-inflammatories, as in Advil or ibuprofen. Now, I've heard rumors of other activity that would contradict the idea that he treats his body as a temple all the time. But when it comes to pharmaceuticals, 
he apparently has been staunchly against introducing any of them to his bloodstream for a long time. Those who find his anti-vaccine stance egregious probably wouldn't be moved by that information. But for those who continue to stand by him, or for those who believe Kyrie is doing this just because of his contrarian nature, it would be reason to think different. That getting vaccinated conflicts with a long-held refusal to introduce anything synthetic into his body. Separating him from the knuckleheads out there that routinely smoke and drink and eat fast food and too much sugar, but aren't going to get vaccinated out of fear it might adversely affect their health. All right, I took a little left turn there for a minute. Uh, Let's get back on the road and let's pull this into the garage. That does it for this episode of On the Ball on the United Wecast Network. Please rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And I already have a few things lined up for next week. Uh, next several podcasts. One certainly is discussing the NBA, NBA lane and what I find out about the uh, behind the machination, behind the scene machinations that uh, produced it. There is also the uh, DeAndre Ayton story, and there is the Chicago Bulls story that I teased, as well as a conversation that I'm going to have. I mentioned it in the previous episode about people that had the audacity to say that Tracy McGrady could have done what Kobe Bryant did playing alongside Shaquille O'Neal. I had a good friend of mine who actually innocently brought that up in a conversation that we were having on the phone. And I went ballistic. So we're going to replay his reason for saying it, why he still on some level believes it to be true. And... We're also going to talk about the Vince Carter documentary, which he had a hand in producing, and some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that went on that was remarkable, almost as, well, almost as entertaining as the doc itself. All that in a variety of episodes next week. In the meantime, as always, thanks for listening. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.